G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair dinkum Aussie or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa and enjoy Aussie English. G'day guys and welcome to this episode of Aussie English. Today I'm going to talk to you about a politeish swear word in Australian English which is used quite a bit. It's also um, British and the word is bloody but this is very, 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 very common in Australia and Australian English and is the kind of, well, it's hard to explain but it's it's not really a swear word, at least in my mind, because you wouldn't take offence to it and it's heard all the time everywhere in a lot of um, situations and on TV. So, you'll hear it on ads on television channels that are made for um, public viewing, so G-rated, we call them, where even children can watch them. So, it's not really a um, very, very offensive swear word. And I'm going to also talk to you about how to say that something is broken. So, in Australian English, we have so many different ways of saying that something is malfunctioning or broken, and I'll go through those after I finish explaining um, the word bloody and how to use it. So, bloody, bloody, B-L-O-O-D-Y, B-L-O-O-D-Y, like the word blood, you have blood in your veins, um, you have blood in your body, it's the red stuff that comes out of your body if you cut yourself and if something is bloody, it can be covered in blood. It can be used in this sense where we're wanting to accentuate or emphasize a point in a story. So, something can literally be bloody where it's covered in blood, but in the sense of this swear word or this this word that we use to emphasize a point or a story, it doesn't have that connotation. It just means that something is Yeah, we're using it to emphasize something. So, an example would be saying, uh, if you were to say, my car isn't working, you know, oh, my car's not working, you could say, my bloody car isn't working. It's not bloody working. So, you kind of just emphasize the fact that either the car, which is the, the bloody car, isn't working, or you can emphasize the fact that it's not working by saying, the car isn't bloody working. So, you can insert that bloody before the working. In that sentence, the bloody car isn't working or the car isn't bloody working. Some other examples would be if you hear really good news. So, say one of your friends just got accepted into university or they won the lottery or they're getting married. Uh, Anything that's sort of good news, you could say, oh, you bloody beauty, you bloody beauty, beauty, bloody beauty. So, that's just sort of a way of saying, oh, wow, awesome, great job, that's that's awesome news, bloody beauty. You can also say, that's bloody awesome, so it's awesome, that's awesome, but then you insert that bloody before awesome to just sort of accentuate, to emphasize the fact that the thing is awesome, bloody awesome, that's bloody awesome. So, again, you can use this for when you hear bad news. So, if someone told you they were in a car accident or someone close to them in their family has passed away, has died, 
is deceased, you could say that news is bloody horrible. It's bloody awful news. Um, it's, it's bloody sad to hear that. So again, you're accentuating, you're emphasizing the fact that the thing is horrible or sad or awful just by putting the word bloody in front of horrible, awful or sad. Bloody sad, bloody horrible, bloody awful. Um, you can also use it in the sense of um, saying, say, I was really drunk last night. You could say, I was bloody drunk last night. So you've drunk too many beers, you woke up this morning you're hungover and you're saying, oh my God, last night I was bloody drunk. I was bloody drunk. It was a bloody big night last night and I was bloody drunk. Um, some other examples, where the bloody hell are ya? So this was a sentence that was the perfect example of it being used on TV. A model I've forgotten her name, um, was in a TV ad that was used to try and get tourism to Australia, to try and encourage people to come to Australia. And the final scene of this, you know, brief ad showing different places in Australia was her on the beach in Queensland near the Great Barrier Reef, effectively saying, um, you know, here's Australia and it's beautiful. And her last line was, where the bloody hell are ya? As in, where are you? Why aren't you here? Where the bloody hell are you? Um, another example of bloody being used in an ad on TV is the drinking and driving ads that we had, I think, in the early 2000s. So, in the year 2000 to 2010, the early 2000s, the police would have an ad that would say, you know, it would show a car accident and the cause of it was someone had drunk too much alcohol and that, you know, we have breath testers and you're not meant to drink and drive. And so this drink and drive ad would have the final slogan, the final phrase, the final sentence at the end of the ad after you see this accident or the result of drinking and driving. The final slogan would be, if you drink and drive, you're a bloody idiot. So if you drink and drive, if you have alcohol and you drive a car or a motorbike or a boat, any kind of vehicle that requires a license, and you're drunk, you've had too much to drink, then you're a bloody idiot, which is just saying you're a real idiot, you're an idiot. But it's accentuating the fact that you are an idiot. So, you bloody idiot. So, that's a very common way of using it, saying bloody idiot, bloody hell, um, bloody beauty. Um, that's bloody awful. So, what else? Other examples, you could say, yeah, the bloody car isn't working. Um, what the bloody hell is going on? There's also an interesting way of using it in Australian English where certain words, and I haven't thought about every example, but one really good example where you can have bloody put within a word. So, we'll actually insert it inside of a long word is the example of absolutely and wanting to use the word bloody with absolutely. So, for some reason, it sounds very strange if you say bloody absolutely. So, instead of saying bloody absolutely, you would say absa or abso bloody lutely. So, we've, we've like chopped the word in half and put bloody in the middle. An example of using this would be if you, you know, you want to say absolutely, so you agree with someone. Um, an example could be, 
Pete, do you want to go to the beach today? It's really hot. Do you want to go for a surf? And if I'm really, really keen and I want to say absolutely, but I want to emphasize that I agree even more than normal, then I can say absolutely, absolutely, of course I do, absolutely, absolutely. And these are those sorts of phrases you will just hear and it may, you know, put you off. You may be confused at first. You don't necessarily have to learn absolutely and use it yourself, but it's good to have sort of an experience hearing this, this sort of phrase and word and, and know what it means if and when someone says this to you in Australian English. So, I hope that's given you a bit of an idea about how to use the word bloody um, to emphasize any point or story. And it is pretty liberal with how you can use it. You can just throw it into phrases and, yeah, play with this, you know. Say it to people. You may confuse a few people at first, but, you know, practice with it. Have some fun if you're in Australia and know some Australians because I'm sure it's the kind of thing that will impress people as well as give them a bit of a laugh. And, you know, it's encouraging. It's kind of cool to see uh, people speaking English as a foreign language trying to use this kind of Australian slang. So, definitely give it a go. And so, for the second part of this podcast episode, I wanted to go over, I wanted to cover, I wanted to talk about some different ways of saying that something is broken or that something is malfunctioning. And I'll use the same example sentences for each one of these verbs um, or these examples so that you can just hear how I, I change each one when I use a different um, way of saying the same thing. So, the first one is obviously to be broken. If something's broken, it no longer works. It's um, malfunctioning. It needs to be repaired. It needs to be fixed. Um, so, the first example sentence would be, the bloody washing machine is broken. So, it no longer works. It needs to be fixed. The bloody washing machine is broken. The bloody washing machine is broken. My computer is broken. It needs to be fixed. My computer is broken. It needs to be fixed. The next example would be to be malfunctioning. So, again, it just means exactly the same as broken, more or less. I mean, if it's malfunctioning, this could infer that the thing is working sometimes, but then sometimes it's broken and not working. So, you could say the bloody washing machine is malfunctioning. The bloody washing machine is malfunctioning. My computer is malfunctioning. It needs to be repaired. My computer is malfunctioning. It needs to be repaired. So, we'll get into the slang words that we use for something that's malfunctioning, that's broken, that doesn't work. Um, the first one, which is a classic Australian word, is cactus. Cactus. C-A-C-T-U-S. Cactus. And a cactus is the type of plant you will see in the desert that's covered in spines or covered in spikes. You would never want to touch a cactus. 
they tend to be green and uh, full of water. They're, yeah, they're sort of synonymous with the desert. You will see them if you go to the desert pretty much anywhere in the world. A cactus. That's a cactus. But if you say that something is cactus, a thing is cactus, it means that it's broken. So, using this word in those previous sentences, the bloody washing machine is cactus. The bloody washing machine is cactus. My computer's cactus at the moment. It needs to be repaired. My computer's cactus at the moment. It needs to be repaired. So that's cactus, and again, that can be used for pretty much anything. You know, your car could be cactus, your iPod could be cactus, your phone could be cactus, the TV could be cactus. Anything that's it's broken tends to be machinery or um, electrical items. If it's cactus, it's just it's broken. Another way of saying broken or malfunctioning or cactus is to say that something is dead. So you could say, my bloody washing machine is dead. My bloody washing machine is dead. The computer's dead today. It needs to be repaired. The computer is dead today. It needs to be repaired. So I might note too that if you say that something is dead, it can mean that it's broken or malfunctioning, but if you use the word dead to refer to something that requires power, that requires electricity from a battery. If you say, for example, my iPod is dead, my phone is dead, my laptop computer is dead, it can also mean that it's just out of power, that the battery is dead, means that the battery no longer has power. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's broken. It can also mean that it's broken. But most often, if I were to say that my computer is dead and I was holding my laptop, or if I was saying my phone is dead, I think most people would assume I mean that the battery has no more power as opposed to it being broken, but it can mean both, you know. Um, another one is something is buggered. So, we've used buggered before, I think, in previous podcasts. And in this case, it means that it's just broken. It's not working. So, my bloody washing machine is buggered. The bloody washing machine is buggered. My computer's buggered at the moment. My computer is buggered at the moment. And buggered is spelt B-U-G-G-E-R-E-D. Buggered. Buggered. Another way is to say that something is screwed, which means that it's broken. Screwed as well. I'll probably go into a bit more in depth in another episode, but you would use screw where it means it's it's an equivalent way of saying the F word in English, F-U-C-K. I'm not going to say it so that I can keep this podcast as clean, but F-U-C-K is a very rude word in English. Screwed or screw is a really polite way of saying the equivalent thing. So, you can use it where you would use the F-bomb or the F-word in English and it's a lot more polite. You wouldn't hear this kind of word beeped out on a TV show if you say that something is screwed or that screw you. It's just a politer way of saying that. But if you say that 
the washing machine is screwed, it just means that it's broken. If you say my computer's screwed at the moment, it's just broken. It's, it's, it's buggered. It's busted. Which leads me on to saying that something is busted. Busted. So if you bust something, it means you break it. If the car's busted, it's broken. So if you bust into a house, you've broken into a house. So bust, B-U-S-T and busted, B-U-S-T-E-D. So my computer is busted at the moment. My computer is busted at the moment. The bloody washing machine is busted. The bloody washing machine's busted. Um, the next one is stuffed. So again, you can use this like screwed and the F word. You can say get stuffed or stuff yourself. Again, it's a very polite way of saying these things. It's not the kind of word that would ever be beeped out of, you know, a TV show in order to keep it G-rated. So stuffed, if something is stuffed, again, it's broken, it's screwed, it's buggered, it's not working. The bloody washing machine is stuffed. The bloody washing machine is stuffed. S-T-U-F-F-E-D, stuffed. My computer's stuffed at the moment. My computer's stuffed at the moment. So that's stuffed. The last two are on the fritz, to be on the fritz, and to be playing up. To be playing up. And both of these are exactly the same as malfunctioning, where it doesn't necessarily mean that the thing is completely broken and completely not working, never works because it's so broken. It means that it could work, but it's playing up. It's it's on the fritz means that it's malfunctioning and sometimes it doesn't work, sometimes it does. It definitely needs to be repaired because something's wrong with it. So you could say, the bloody washing machine is on the fritz. The bloody washing machine is on the fritz. My computer's on the fritz. My computer's on the fritz. And fritz is a German surname, fritz. It's spelled F-R-I-T-Z. And the last one, to be playing up. The bloody washing machines playing up. The bloody washing machines playing up. My computer's playing up at the moment. It needs repairs. My computer's playing up at the moment. It needs repairs. So that's all for this episode, guys. It was a long one. I hope you liked it. Keep practicing and I'll see you next time.